I always look back at that past experience to say, gosh, it would be so great if a health plan could actually mimic that philosophy. But all of that's really for naught if we can't find the right members at the right time with the right resources. Really, to me, it's, it's transformational. It's more personalized, more coordinated. We're just focusing on how we deliver all that goodness to our members. I'm William Fleming, and this is Real Talk, a podcast for Humana Associates who work in clinical and pharmacy solutions and across Humana. Today, I have with me in the studio, Laura Hatfield, who is our Associate VP of Care Management, and Brett Hudspeth, who is Director of IT for the Enterprise Clinical Operating Model. Both of them are working intensely to develop and implement our Enterprise Clinical Operating Model strategy. And in fact, that will be the topic of our conversation today. So welcome to Real Talk, Laura and Brett, and thanks for being on the podcast. So uh, y'all know I love for our audience to get to know uh, our listeners and our interviewees. And so, Laura, why don't you take a moment and just tell the group about yourself and about your Humana career and something fun. Yeah, sure. Um, I've actually held various roles at Humana and I actually started in the Chicago market. Um, We were part of an acquisition. I don't know, you probably remember, William, but it was called Michael Michael Reese Health Plan. Can you believe that? That was so long ago. Um, and then, you know, it is some time in Chicago, and then I ended up um, taking on some corporate roles here at Humana Louisville, supporting our retail clinical markets, um, as well as some care management roles at Humana at Home. And actually, since the beginning of this year, I've been with the Ecom Clinical Strategy Team, focused on designing eight clinical operating models, and we are working very closely in partnership with Ecom Clinical Tech and Analytics and the Clinical Products Team. Um, I'm, like I said, originally from Chicago. I currently reside in Charlotte with my with my husband, Brian. Um, proud parent of three children. We are officially empty nesters. My youngest daughter um, just graduated from Purdue University this past spring, and she's gainfully employed and living in Atlanta. So I'm a happy mom. That is awesome. So any advice for future empty nesters? Oh my gosh, Uh, it all goes very, it goes by so fast. So cherish every single moment and minute and experience you have with your children because before you know it, they're little toddlers and then they're graduating from college. Yeah, I'm experiencing that right now where my uh, little toddler's off to college in her first year and it does make you reflect. And, and a lot, so yeah, I, I, we're not empty nesters, but boy, it goes by fast. Brett, how about you? Well, I've been with Humana for about nine years across a number of areas. Uh, for the last six, I've been fortunate enough to be part of the IT group that is working to support our clinical users, uh, first leading an engineering team with CGX, and then with the clinical BTL before switching to focus on ECOM this year. Uh, I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but now call Louisville home for that same nine-year period. Uh, and when not at work, I'm usually chasing my actual toddler, uh, <laughs> my two-year-old son, Nathaniel, uh, closely followed by my wife, Devin, and our dog, Norman. So usually it's a pack of us running around the house after, uh, after our son. What is Norman? Norman is a toy poodle. Oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. Yes. Big? Small? Small. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, our son actually has outweighed him since he came home from the hospital. That's outstanding. Uh, he thinks he's a little stuffed animal sometimes, of which the, the dog does not appreciate. Uh, but, you know, they love each other in their own way. Steelers fan? Of course. <laughs> Even this year. I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah, this year's kind of tough, right? It's been a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can come back to that one a little bit later, <laughs> um, for sure. So, um, 
Yeah, we're here to talk really in part about the enterprise clinical operating model. And Laura, you, you've been uh, dealing with our, uh, and really helping us think through our clinical journey and this idea of integrated care delivery and uh, what it all means and um, and where it's going. And I think the, our listeners know that in the last really 18 months or so, we've been working on this e-com thing, the enterprise clinical operating model, and really trying to bring forward some new ways of working, some new thinking, some new technology and the like. But maybe in your own words, why don't you describe for folks, you know, how is this different than maybe some of our clinical models you know, in the past? And what should people expect uh, as they as they they think about you know what is it and and what I need to be thinking about as I engage with it? Yeah, I'm personally excited about ecom. Um, my very first role, my foray into the health plan or integrated healthcare delivery, my role was I was called a continuity of care RN, and I ended up working with a panel of primary care physicians, and I followed their members from across their whole care continuum: inpatient, outpatient, inpatient, discharge planning, into the home, home health, you name it, and that. That taught me a lot in terms of the value of coordinated care and seamless handoffs. And um, I always draw and look back at that past experience to say, gosh, it would be so great if a true health plan could actually um, mimic that philosophy. Much easier when you own the health plan and all the doctors and nurses and infrastructure and care delivery um, is owned by one entity. But I think Humana really has a great opportunity now that we have this full set of assets care management, kindred, curo, pharmacy, I mean, the list goes on and on, for us to be able to stitch that all together and really deliver a true integrated healthcare delivery experience for our members. Um, We have had pockets throughout Humana of teams attempting to do this, um, but we really need to be able to scale it. Um, In the past, we've also been very focused on regulatory requirements and we need to walk, not walk away, but we need to go beyond regulatory and really think about the member back experience. So what the enterprise clinical operating model is attempting to do is really, it's scale, but it's also more importantly, the framework to operationalize scale integrated care um, delivery across the company. And we've designed the models with four elements in mind evidence-based guidelines, advanced analytics, personalized care, use of multidisciplinary team. And in the age of Apple and Amazon, our, our members really do expect a more customized and personalized and coordinated experience, and, and e-com is really gonna take us there. And I do firmly believe that our advanced analytics, powered by our contemporary technology platforms, is going to bring care back to caring at Humana. You know, it's interesting, just hearing your your background and, and some of the your story there. The idea that you know a few years ago, uh, when you first entered the workforce, you had this role of continuity of care. So I mean, it's clear that you know not only has Humana been chasing this for a while, but the the sort of the healthcare industry has been chasing continuity of care. That hadn't really heard that mm-hmm. that lens on it. And I know I reflect on when I joined hospitals a number of years ago myself that th- there were some of those roles around, and I guess I had forgotten about those. Um, yep. But but they are relevant, and so it's really from continuity of care to truly integrated care. Right. In right. Part, right. Right. Now it's integration, so it isn't just, well, I'll follow you through your care continuum, but how do I really build that long-lasting relationship and integrate all of the work? And like I said, powered by analytics and a really modern platform. I mean, I, I really am super excited about e 
Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of points in there too that you mentioned around the elements of, of evidence-based guidelines and multidisciplinary care teams, and you know those those sound easy, but I know it's gonna it's gonna be a lift for us to get that right and to do it well. And I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I also know that um, it's gonna require a number of, of folks across this company to get that organized and just get it done in a way that's gonna make a difference. So, Brett, you know, as you think about uh, all this this journey and, and what we're on, um, you know, there's, um, you know, uh, Laura mentioned doing some things here at scale, and 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 trying to really get that um, done in that way because we we are large. We got we have a number of members. We have thousands of employees that have got to um, you know really be able to do this work. Um, can can you talk about what like the key components of ecom and 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 how we're aiming to go about doing this? Absolutely. And the key phrase there really is at scale. Um, you know, we're looking to do a number of different things with ecom and and advance in how we deliver integrated care, like like Laura mentioned, uh, from working in member centric uh, multidisciplinary care teams is one aspect uh, to a greater focus on member needs in the areas of social determinants and behavioral health. Uh, and to a new uh, cloud-based configurable care coordination platform. But all of that's really for not if we can't find the right members to engage with at the right time with the right resources. Um, because we do have uh, such a large membership that we hopefully continue to grow even more and more, the bigger and bigger key to, to doing that will be uh, the right analytics and working with our digital health and analytics group. Uh, so over the past year, the ecom team has been working closely with DHNA as they develop a new analytics engine that will combine the learnings of our prior clinical predictive models into a streamlined set of actions and tasks. So no longer just a list of everything that someone might be eligible for, but actually what that next best action is that can be delivered at the right time, ultimately by the right person on that care team. Um, and that powerful engine, which will be powered by our recently announced partnership with Microsoft, will really be the key to delivering truly at scale and identifying those members out of our membership that can benefit the most. Yeah, I, I, I like that perspective you brought, that it's about the tech, but it's also about the analytics. And importantly, it's about the partnership. And Microsoft is a great example of that, that you know, getting this all of our work to be cloud-based, API-enabled, and all the other fun buzzwords that are uh, in the industry, it's so important to doing this at scale. Um, because it requires the tech, but it also requires the analytics to really bring it to life. Absolutely. We won't know who to give what to without those analytics engines constantly combing through uh, all of our member data that we're getting in from so many different sources. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Laura, uh, coming back to you, when, when you hear all that and you think about all the, you know, the tech, the analytics, you already talked about the evidence-based guidelines, multidisciplinary care teams, um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are thinking about, uh-oh, here it comes. There's going to be some change, um, and it's going to, you know, we're going to have our associates, our leaders, even our members experience potentially some some meaningful change uh, for the positive. And you know, I, I wonder if you could, you know, maybe talk a little bit about that and just talk about um, what we're doing as a leadership team to try to help us prepare uh, for these changes and, and living in this more uh, contemporary world where it's always on, it's tech enabled and, and analytics is really running through the backbone of this. 
Yeah, it's interesting just that word change. I mean, we all know change is constant, but I kind of view this as like an evolution or transformation. Sometimes people think change is bad because it means I'm going to have to do something differently. But really, to me, it's it's transformational. It's just an evolution. So what does that mean in terms of leaders, associates, and members? So since e-com is being designed um, from a member lens or member back lens, we do anticipate for sure our members' care experience will be more personalized, more coordinated, seamless handoffs. And ultimately, this is going to lead to the members um, achieving their best health. For leaders and associates, um, there are many elements to econ that that are enabling us to what I call kind of leveling up in the way we deliver our care to our members. You mentioned evidence-based guidelines. That's going to be automated. That's really going to allow us to focus less on um, sort of like applying an assessment and applying guidelines, but be able to use it really as a guide, create that that um, experience and be able to allow us to create that relationship with the member so we can help them with their health care. Um, all the data will also allow us to, to um, address personalized and data-driven decisions. I really do feel it's setting us up to be very, very tra- transformational. So I guess my advice to leaders and associates is we just have to be open to quote unquote change or just really be open to this to this evolution or to this new transformation of how we're going to deliver our work. Yeah, Laura, you, you, you said something, a few things really important there, but but one one of the things is that this is an evolution. Yeah. It's not a big bang. Nope. You know, we're not gonna go at it overnight. I, I wonder, you know, one of the metaphors I've been trying to share with people from my own view of this is, you know, if this were Amazon, the Amazon we know today was not the Amazon that started 20 years ago. Right. Amazon right. 20 years ago was about selling you books. Today, Amazon sells you stuff. Amazon's into music and movies and uh, cloud technology. And, you know, the, the Amazon of today is a really complicated company. Um, and so, ecom, I think the metaphor there is ecom. It's not going to go all the way to the far right and be at the, you know, where Amazon is today. It's it's starting on the left, which is let's go through, you know, use cases and build this out to get to that thing that over time, hopefully quickly, a lot more quickly than two decades, um, is going to deliver everything we're talking about. Is that a fair way of thinking about yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So you know, Brett. Um, you know, uh, when you think about that evolution that um, Laura talked about. Um, it does require new ways of working and sort of leadership behaviors. Talk about some of those from your view. Absolutely. And so when we think about new ways of working with ecom, uh, you know, your mind definitely goes to the multidisciplinary care teams and the fact that we're going to ask uh, our clinicians to work in a different way than they have before. But in order to implement it, we're also working in a new way. Uh, so the implementation teams that have been put together to bring ecom to life have pulled in resources from across Humana, certainly from across clinical and pharmacy solutions, from the home area, retail, IT, uh, certainly other parts of, of the organization as well. Um, we're working to, to work as one team, to not say, I'm part of this organization. Um, you know, Within the technology and analytics work stream, we've actually tried to avoid using the terms IT or business at all. Uh, and we're just focusing on who is the right person for the job at hand and how we deliver all that goodness to our users and ultimately to our members. Yeah, that, that's an important message. I know um, Bruce, our CEO, has been uh, pretty uh, vocal and advocating for us to um, really not worry about our 
job titles and our roles, but really work horizontally in, um, in, in teams, not only in multidisciplinary teams like we're talking about here, but in how we show up with one another, that it's, you're not IT and I'm not business, that we're here to both function in our respective roles, but function on behalf of this initiative or the agenda at hand. And that is a philosophic approach, but it's also a real world approach around how to, really how to get things done. Um, I'm confident we'll get there. It's going to be a little bit of learning, but hopefully we'll get there uh, over time. So uh, a few, a few last, maybe one last question uh, for for each of you. Um, you know, as you think about, you know, Laura, I'll start with you with with ecom, and you know this incredible evolution we're going through. It's going to go over a, a period of time. It's not going to be a big thing, big bang thing. It's going to roll out in just different increments at different levels and different geographies and different products, whether it's Medicare, commercial, Medicaid, and the like. Um, how will how should associates our listeners um, be thinking about keeping up with it? How would you recommend they uh, stay in tune with what's going on with ecom? Yeah, you know, actually, our clinical strategy team we completed the design of the eight ecom clinical models in early October of this year, and since then, our team we've been out providing ecom updates throughout various clinical departments. More focus on clinical operations, but home, retail, commercial, quality. Um, whatever audience wants to hear about ecom, and even as part of the broader nurse growth and development series, we had three recorded sessions, very well attended. We had over, I think it was like 650 people attend. These are nurses, case managers, care managers, social workers throughout the enterprise, and um, the questions were fantastic. It really will help us continue to um, redesign, design, take all that great feedback as we continue to iterate on ecom. Um, the other area, uh, the other piece I'd like to share is the excitement. Um, I should probably just forward to you some of the responses from the field saying, this is fantastic, this is really going to um, meet our goal of being an in integrated healthcare, this will allow us to pivot. People are super excited about the advanced analytics and certainly the care platform, Brett, that's going to be modern. So there is really, really a lot of excitement and buzz out there. For the nursing sessions, um, anyone can go to go backslash nurse. You could, you could um, you know, hear the recorded update. Another great source is go backslash ecom. And, um, you know, there, you'll just check out high. I mean, you look at all the various communication modes at Humana and you'll find lots of articles. And like I said, definitely go ecom is a, a first good start. That's awesome. Brett, what about you? Any closing thoughts? Um, well, I would really echo that. Uh, you know, GoEcom is a, is a great place to go. We have an activation and communication work stream that's part of Ecom because helping people learn about it and helping people really follow its development is just so important. Um, you know, on that site, there's all sorts of materials around the background of the program, our mission. Uh, there's an Ecom in a minute PDF that can be shared. Um, certainly, all great information. Um, we've also been making the rounds. Uh, the ecom core team has been out and about uh, talking to all manner of different uh, staff meetings and whatnot. So uh, may come uh, close to uh, wherever you might be. Um, and certainly, you know, podcasts like this, keeping and following along with these types of channels. Uh, there will certainly be more to come over the coming months and years. That's awesome. So y'all heard it. Um, use go forward slash uh, ecom, and um, I think you'll be able to really stay in touch with everything that's that's going on. Uh, Laura, Brett, 
thank you all. Thanks for everything you're doing. Thanks for everything you've done. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast. I'm sure the uh, listeners learned a lot. Um, this has been a, uh, an incredibly uh, insightful discussion for me. Um, you know, you all um, keep doing what you're doing to uh, deliver the enterprise clinical operating model. I will remind our listeners that um, those words were chosen for a reason. Enterprise, across Humana, clinical, um, obvious, um, operating model, the way we work. And the, the more we can uh, deliver that way of working that allow clinical models to come to life for all segments, uh, it could be just uh, just an amazing uh, game changer for Humana and really how we show up in the market, uh, no matter the segment, the product, the customer, and, and just really do it in a fun way that is, um, that is uh, everything that, that we just talked about. So um, thank you all, thanks for our listeners uh, for this episode of Real Talk. Uh, you all know we love to get feedback. Um, you can reach us at clinicalandpharmacysolutions at humana.com or post your comments to buzz with the hashtag RealTalk. And so until next time, I hope you have a great week. <laughs>